What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. Brand new episode of Ringside Mayhem Podcast. I'm your host, Pierre. Y'all already know who's in the building. Lyndon and Lacite. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing well. Doing, yeah, doing well, man. How are you doing? Good. Oh, man, you know, other than California going back on lockdown, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, that's mm. ridiculous. Man, we saw... Um, I want to say it was a great night for wrestling. I will be honest and say it was a pretty interesting Wednesday night this past Wednesday. We saw a lot of great matches, a lot that we could have probably did without from both shows. So, AEW Fighter Fest Night 2. I will say I enjoyed it for the most part. Some things I could have did without. Landon, you thought I was going to talk bad about it. Look at you. I, ah. I sure was. I uh-huh. sure was. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> Lucite, I'm going to come at you with the first match. Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus Private Party for the titles. Now, we saw Private Party on night one. Did they perform better to you on night two? Or did was it like, did you expect the same that you saw from night one? For me, I'd say Private Party, they improved from, from week one. Definitely showed a lot more. To me, I thought they they had a lot of near falls where they were gonna win. Yeah, and I loved it. I'm 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 real high on them. You know, it's, they can only go up from here. Yeah, I agree. I, I absolutely agree with that. Now, Lyndon, for you, I want to ask you. We see Omega and Page. They always tease. See, I got it right this time. I said Adam Page. I didn't say Adam Cole. Look at that. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. There you go. We there see you go. them. We see them uh, teasing the, you know, the split between them two. Right. However, a lot of people feel like Kenny Omega is being misused because, oh, Kenny Omega was so good in New Japan and this, that, and that, and he's on AEW and he's a tag champion. How, what do you feel about that notion? See, I got a problem with that because he he's Kenny Omega. He's he's part of the elite. He can choose he at any time. He could be like, look, Cody. Put the world title on me or something. Or, you know, they can they can push him at any time. And so what he's trying to do is build up other stars mm-hmm. before they give him this his monster push that we all know how great he can be. Okay, so I, I don't get this whole notion of, oh, they're misusing him or whatnot. I don't, I don't get it. I'll tell you what, though, guys. No matter what Kenny Omega is doing, whether it's a tag match, whether it's a singles match, we know what we're going to get from him, and we're going to enjoy it. I did thoroughly enjoy this match. I do feel like Private Party, they're improving. Like Lacite said, the sky's the limit for them. However, Matt Hardy, sometimes he feels out of place. I mean, just weeks and months ago, we saw him with the broken character. He had Vanguard 1. Now he's just in manager mode. Not a, not that I don't like it, but I just kind of it was just was kind of crazy how they just switch gears. It's like it was after that match at Double or Nothing when he washed and he came up as different Matt Hardys. So we kind of see the more serious Matt Hardy right now. Right, right. Well, it's like Lacite was saying last week. He's kind of brought this Michael Hayes role yeah, to the yeah, private absolutely. party. But I, I totally agree with what you're saying. It it just looks off. It, it doesn't right. – for private party's gimmick, it just yeah. looks – it looks different. Looks off, and I'll and I'll be honest, Lacita. I don't even know how he started managing him. <laughs> like I don't even know where it came from. Um, I might have missed I'll, the episode or what. Yeah, if I did, please I was, was going to say, 
it, it happened like a few weeks back. Um, I think they met it like at a bar or something or, or something where Pirate Party, Party was and they started chopping it up. Okay. And, you know, they were telling Matt how much they were to respect them and, and they started asking them for ideas and it just grew from there. Oh, okay. Well, interesting. Because, you know, I don't faithfully watch AEW. I'm not going to lie. But y'all know this, Rob. I know you're listening. <laughs> you, you should appreciate what I said about match one. Now, match two. This is a match that kind of was confusing to me. Lance Archer versus the bad boy Joey Janela. Joey Janela had some flashes, but I think all three of us just knew he wasn't going to win this match. Yeah. I Lance agree. Archer is just a monster, dude. And it kind of sucked that he was in this match. But maybe they'll take this match and they'll build from it. I just thought it was funny, Lyndon, because Joey Janela grabbed the table. And uh, Lasita, you can chime in after Lyndon. He grabbed the table and they were like, oh, what are you doing? You're going to get disqualified. And then he ended up going through the table. Going through it, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny, man. Uh, I I like the match. Um, The thing with Joey Janela, he's so underrated, in my opinion, because he's this... Mm-hmm. Genuine. I mean, we've seen him go against uh, Moxley. Right. He's had a great match against Moxley. He's had a great matches with Adam Page in these hardcore style matches. So he's tough. He, we know he's tough. So I, I liked it. I thought it was a good pairing. Uh, obviously, he came up short, but I think the right man won. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's chime in. Um, I got a question for you, though, Lyndon. With, with Janela. He shocked me because I thought there was going to be a squash match and it ended up being a lot longer. Janela right. put in a lot of good spots. He did. Where did he go did. from here? That's a great Where question. He, that That's a great question. And truth be told, I don't know. I mean, I know <laughs> they have him, I, tr- you know, they have him paired with uh, Sonny Kiss and his tag team. I mean, maybe, hmm. maybe, maybe. Or maybe he can, you know, maybe he can show up one day and uh, challenge Cody. I would be here for that because I know that'll Me- be a phenomenal match. Exactly. Okay. I respect that. To me, I'm like, I think he needs a couple more matches because he's not being taken serious. I will agree with that. I mean, he yeah. gave him the, the moniker, the bad boy, but right. sometimes it comes off as a jokester. I'm just glad they got him away from Kip Sabian and Penelope for it. Because I'm I like, like oh, that, I, I mean, I like it. It it was a good. I mean, if they were a tag team, that would have been great. But the fact that they had them arguing over her, I was like, oh come on. Well, no, now, you know the history behind that, right? Wow, were they really dating? Yeah, hmm. they were really. So that's dating. kind of a real storyline. She actually, she yeah, she he was the one who actually brought her into AEW. Okay, so you learned something new every day. I had no idea. <laughs> So that was real life. Okay, okay, AEW. Let me find out you're trying to give us a little soap opera with wrestling. <laughs> trying to win me over. But it ain't happening yet. <laughs> I'm just playing. Anyway, the next match, the eight-man tag match between the Butcher and the Blade, who I got to apologize again for calling grandfathers, <laughs> the Lucha Brothers, took on the team of FTR and the Young Bucks. Now, 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 I will say, I enjoyed this match from the entrances all the way down to the end. And my goodness, I, I'm i so glad that the Lucha Brothers was put in this match. I know they were supposed to be – somebody else was supposed to be in this match other than them. I can't remember uh, who it was. 
Was it? It wasn't Sabian and Havoc, was it? Havoc. It was Havoc. Yes, it was Sabian and Havoc. Yes, that's what it was. Supposed okay. To be. Okay. But when Havoc, you know, what happened with the speak out moment, they kind of changed it up, and I think they hit the nail on this one with this one. The Lucha Bros, you know what you're gonna get with them, man. You're gonna get phenomenal wrestling aerial moves. You're gonna get Excalibur's trash commentary yes. with Tope <laughs> Suicida and all that. But it was great, Lacite, man. What stood out to you from this match? Like you said, the Lucha Brothers, man. Whew. Okay. Uh, best tag team on the planet. Oh, really? Yeah. Some may disagree. Yeah, oh, I mean, wow. I know, I know, but I've been watching them forever. Uh, they, okay. they go, they go. It doesn't matter who you put them against. They, they're going to tell you a story, and you're going to be floored at the end. Mm, interesting. Linda, you that's don't agree? That, that's a debate for another day. <laughs> Is it? I mean, we got we got about a minute. You could, you know, we if you want to say something about it, nah, we'll save it for another day. Oh, okay. Okay, well, what did you think of the match, though? What? Say that again. What did you think of the match, John Cena? Oh, I love the match. Love the match. Like you said, like you said, from start to finish. Um, one thing that stood out to me, I love the fact that uh, FTR and Young Bucks, their chemistry and their teamwork, yes, them hitting each other's moves, and oh man, and then the storytelling too. I mean, him, uh, one of the Young Bucks, Nick or Matt, hit him with the super kick in the end, and it ultimately cost him the match, which is gonna set up, of course, the the eventual uh, match between them two. But yeah, phenomenal. And I hope they save it for when we get fans back. But if they can't and they they don't, I mean, if they can't due to this pandemic, I understand. But I just feel like that match will pop with fans in the stands. Now, And you know what? One more thing. I'm sorry. If I could just add one more thing. Just watching that match, there are certain certain matches you watch where it's like, oh, man, like in front of a live crowd, this would be phenomenal. Or, But this match here, it made me forget that there was no crowd. Yeah, because yeah. it was just that good. It was that good. Like I, like you said, from start to finish. I totally agree. Now, this match, I definitely could have did without Nia. I was going to say Nia Jax. Ooh, I was going to be in trouble. When I, get home. I was going to be in trouble. Oh, Nyla Rose took on two jobbers, and I really didn't care for this match. I don't know if they just did it to for her to announce she got a manager or for her to look strong, but I just didn't care for it. I just felt like the the ladies who she took on, who the names I don't even know, uh, Kenzie Page and is it Killing King or Kylan King? Something like that. Kylan. Okay. They didn't have a chance from at all. I mean, they maybe hit like, what, one clothesline? And then it was just funny, though, because the young lady got in the ring and she paced back and forth. And then she tagged the other lady in. And I was like, wow. I'm like, man. But, I mean, I guess they did it to build Nyla Rose up. Lacite and Lyndon. Who's Nyla Rose's manager? Mm. For me, I'm going to say Vicky. I was going to say the same thing. People are thinking that. that. People are I, thinking that. And, and Who else could it be? That I don't know. I that Could they work, though? Would that pairing work? I mean, you're going to hear a lot of, excuse me. But other than exactly. that, I mean, it'll work. Exactly. She's been this, like, comedic 
character this whole time could she be taken seriously? If That's they keep the mic on Vicky, it could work. I mean, not a, the, the, what she said though on Wednesday, I was like, whoa. Uh, she said something and it stood out to me. I forgot what she said. But I was like, okay, Nyla, talk your, actually, talk your own talk. I actually love Nyla on the uh, mic. I think she yeah. does great promos. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. So we're all in agreement that it's Vicky Guerrero. Yeah, Possibly. for now. Yeah. I, no. I can't think of nobody else. I, that's why I say Vicky. I, if it was somebody else, I, oof, I wouldn't I wouldn't even know. Now, before we get into the next match, Lyndon, this is for you because you love this damn title. I don't know why. <laughs> Taz came out. I, I know it probably happened before this match or after. I'm not it sure did. when it happened. Was it before this Nala Rose match or after? It was before the tag match. Oh, wow. What, before the next match that I'm about to announce? Before the eight-man tag. Oh, crap. I'm late. Anywho, Taz came out, and I, I, I get what he was doing. I just don't like that he put it on Brian Cage. Because when you think of that belt, you think of a submission suplex wrestler, and that's not Brian Cage. That's just how I yeah, feel. I don't know about I you mean, guys. not necessarily. As long as Taz is involved with it somehow... And that is the original. That I mean, that's the original belt. For anybody who doesn't know, go back and watch ECW on the network. Yeah, because some people were like, "What is that?" Like that's exactly, like, exactly. If you're a fan of wrestling, you should know. Know your history. Ah, so I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I like, knew. I knew when I seen the orange bag. I just knew. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's iconic. It's it it means something. It's never been recognized by any other company. I mean, I'm I'm glad he got the rights to it. Now, Lacite, this belt was given to Brian Cage. Uh-huh. Is it going to be to where, like, for example, you see Impact Wrestling what they're doing with Moose? How Moose just took the TNA Championship and he defends it, quote unquote. Right. Is it going to be like that type of situation, or is this just going to be a title where it's not taking, like, nobody's fighting for it or anything like that? Um. Well, for me, I, I wasn't a fan of Taz coming out doing the whole title. I thought okay. it was a waste. Okay. Oh, wow. Two against one. Ha! Oh, wow. <laughs> My reasoning is this could have been, I think he's just scared because he wanted to put something on him rather than he go to the match empty-handed because he's probably going to lose. Oh, he's definitely gonna lose. Um, so mm. I, I'm okay. still trying to figure out why he's doing it. Because me personally, I didn't get it. To me, to me, it's more of a gimmick. It's, it's oh more yeah, of a prop. it's definitely it's, a gimmick. It's, it's more of a prop. But like I said, let me ask you guys: This when you're done, go ahead. Darby Allen has been out, right? Byron Case took Darby Allen out, right? Could we see this? Because if you think about Darby Allen, he has that FTW attitude. True. Oh, he did. Yeah. So, oh, wow. I mean, this could be, if they do that, then I'll be here for it. But if it's going to be where he just comes out with it and he don't defend it or nothing like that, then I'll be like, oh, uh, it's why? What was the point? I well, hear you, you on that, but I was going to say, has AEW recognized the belt yet? Because that's, the that's well, the what thing. I hear, what I've heard was going forward, he will be recognized as the FTW champion. Okay. So, I mean, he okay. could possibly defend it. I mean, because 
Taz used to defend it. He did. Hmm. Interesting. I guess we just have to wait, wait and see what happens. Now, this match, I could have definitely did without two. It just was boring to me. I almost fell asleep throughout it. Cole Cabana in the Dark Order, which was Mr. Brody Lee and Stu Grayson, took on SCU. And I just, Cole Cabana was so out of place. It's like one minute he was looking like he didn't want to fight SCU. Then he was. Then he, I guess, I don't know. I just, I didn't know what was going on. I, I'm, well, I mean, I, I think it goes down to storytelling. They're trying to convey this story of, oh, Colt Cabana, you know, he's friends with SCU. So right. he doesn't necessarily want to fight him. But at the same time, he he's getting these wins. Yeah, and he's undefeated. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's getting these wins. He's feeling nice. So they're, it's all about storytelling. Now, let's see, Tay. How long before this whole Dark Order thing just gets born? Uh, to or me, it's, it already already there? it's already boring. For uh, me, I'm okay. already there. Okay. Uh, I, I get where you're coming from, Lyndon. You know, they want to get him on his winning streak, but what is he going to do when Dark Order turns on him? Mm. Not, not that happening. Oh, you think I he's going to get up by number nine and number 10? I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, man. Number nine and number 10. Woo, watch out. Future tag champs. <laughs> you. Man, you a hater. Hey, I'm not. I'm speaking I'm not a hater at all. That's the coldest name in the business right now. Other <laughs> than this man, I'm about to announce right now who's the coldest name in the business. And I'm not talking about Chris Jericho. I'm talking about freshly squeezed orange cast. Oh yeah. If you yes, was not a fan of this man before this match, I guarantee you, you were a fan after the match. He took it to Chris Jericho. He brought everything. I'm so I was so mad at it that they did not let him win. However, I understand. But that match, my God, it lived up to it. I agree, man. Um it, it's like what I said last week. As long as Orange Cassidy had a strong showing against Jericho, which he did, it would have been it it does tremendous amounts of Work for his career, you know. Okay, Lucita. I was gonna say, Lynn and I agree. I thought uh, Jr. said it best. You know, uh, Cassidy showed out. You know, he's he's built he's building that repertoire, and that's the way to go. Yeah, man, man, it just was so dope to see, and I just like that's a match I could watch again. Now, Definitely. if we had to give this card out of ten, gentlemen. Let's see, take you first. What would you give it? Seven and a half. Seven or eight and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. Lyndon? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid eight. Solid okay. eight. And I'm going to give it a seven eight. and a half. I'm going to give mm, it a seven okay. and a half. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. Because this, this card, like night two, was arguably better than night one. If they could have took night two's matches with maybe two of the night one matches and made it one show... It probably would have been a 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. For me. Well, now, let me ask you guys something before we transition to NXT. What's okay. your thoughts on Britt Baker and Swole? I, I didn't like, I did too. not like that. That was one thing I could have did without. Yep. I don't know if Britt Baker's trying to live up this whole don't touch my face thing. 
But the whole kidnapping thing, I mean, I thought it was funny when she showed up with the cart and took her. That was hilarious. <laughs> but I just that couldn't get without it. I'm like, what? What? I know they're building up a feud. Understandable. But I just, I didn't care for it. I don't know about you, Lyndon, but it didn't do nothing for me. But again, it's it's character building. When was the last time we've heard Big Swole do real promos or anything? We don't really know her. I, I haven't seen a Big Swole Exa- promo. Period. Exactly. And so this is their way of building her up, of introducing her and her personality to the audience. But against Britt? Oh. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you got to put her okay, but but when they fight, who wins the match, or do they or do they drag it out? I can see him dragging them out. Okay, if they drag it out, then that'll be good because we know Britt Baker's only being used to make Big Swole look good. Because I've never seen, I don't, I don't know what she can do in the ring just yet. She lost another hey, row. <laughs> Big Swole can't wrestle. I've seen that. She's okay, good, dude. I, I, you know what. I, re- I, re- I recall seeing a match of hers on, I can't think of the, the company, but it was an all-women's company. And I think she was on there with uh, Tessa Blanchard before. Was Could it be uh, Glow? That's it. Yes, sir. That's it. Glow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now for NXT. Well, yeah, for NXT. Ah, oh, man. Um, they also had some matches I could have did without. But the first match, the street fight, my yeah. goodness. Candice LeRae brought it. Now, Mia Yim brought it. Do I, I don't know who should have won. I guess, you know, they went with the poison picks because maybe they needed her to win more than they needed Mia to win. But just the way the match was going, the weapons, the moves, everything was great. Lyndon, what about you, sir? How are you feeling about this match? I absolutely agree. One, one thing real quick, shout out to the IE. Um, Mia Yim being from Fontana where I grew up and Candice LeRae from Riverside, which isn't too far away from Fontana. So I, I, I loved it. I thought it was a great, um, great back and forth. Um, I'm not mad at Candice winning because we can possibly see her going after the, that woman's title. Oh, it only makes right. It only makes sense. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I can see her going against uh uh what's her name? EO Shirai. EO Shirai. yeah. Okay, uh let's see what did this match do for you? Well, I agree with you guys. This is an awesome way to start out the start out the the show. Crazy spots. Larray winning was smart. I think they continue it though. I think they got like one more match before the title shot. Now, if they get one more match, does Mia win that match? I think so. Okay, fair enough. Now, the match that I did not talk about because I didn't give a damn about was Tony Nese against Leon Ruff. This poor Leon Ruff guy, he just gets thrown around night after night. I don't know why I would be mad. I carrying Cross, Bronson Reed, and now Tony Nese. This match led to Bronson Reed coming out, right? and it led to a match with Tony Nese and Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed is an interesting guy because, you know, they call him the thick boy. However, this match I really didn't care for. I feel like they could have waited and did this match next week. I feel like it could have been replaced with a Finn Balor match or something. But, right. you know, it would be good to get Bronson on the card. 
Mm-mm, that's why I disagree with you on that. I, oh. I think I think Bronson, they're trying to show who he is. Because, you know, yeah. NXT, they got to build up the wrestlers, and Bronson's next up. And think why not? But, nah. I do. I do. Oh. I'm not saying, like, title-wise, but, like, you know, get that Cameron Grimes push. Cameron Grimes! You know, where <laughs> it is, he just talked about more. I think he deserves it. He's a really, okay. he's a really good athlete for his size. Yeah, he, I he, will agree he, with you on that. He, he is, but he just, let's not forget, he just got squashed. Uh, carrying cross exactly, exactly. So, I don't cross, know, man. True, like what you said, Lasita. That's carrying cross. He did he, squash yeah. Chopper. I'm still mad about that, but you know, <laughs> the next Me match too. this match was actually great and it could have went either way as well. Johnny Gargano versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Isaiah Swerve Scott gave it all he could, but it's just it's Johnny Gargano, you know, they wasn't gonna have him beat. Johnny, uh, what do they call this stuff now? Johnny Reckless. There we go. Yeah. They wasn't going to have him win. However, Swerve did show he belonged there. He could have won. He was this close, but nah. What about what did you guys feel about this match? For me, I liked it. Um, it was one of my favorites for the night. I To me, I don't know. I'm confi- I want to see what they do with Swerve because they're not really using him on 205 too much. Exactly. Like, so, you know, call my guy up if you're not going to use him or yeah. something. Lyndon? Uh, to me, it was okay. It, was, uh, it wasn't their greatest match. Uh, and it wasn't certainly wasn't Johnny's greatest performance or best one right, of his right. best performance. But um, it was solid. It showed uh, what Swerve can do. And uh, like you said, I think the right man won. I mean, you're not... Let's not forget who Johnny is. And I'm glad he won. Oh, yeah, because we know where we're getting losses. next. And then we know where we're getting yeah. next. We called out Finn Balor. So, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Now, this match right here. Poor Drake Maverick. That's all I got to say. Well said. Oh, my God. Legato Del Fantasma. I guess they're just high on these guys. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. I mean, maybe more time in the ring, it'll probably you know, help them. I mean, because uh, Santos Escobar is good. They're all good, matter of fact. But I just feel like Drake Maverick could have had better teammates than Brizongo. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I mean, we don't even got to spend too much time on this match if y'all don't want to because it just yeah. out. <laughs> you know, we, we, knew, we knew how this was going. Yeah. You know, it was a good show for Legato Del Fantasma. That's all it was. Now Mercedes Martinez has arrived, uh, and it was kind of like a Nyla Rose situation. But yeah. Santana Garrett showed a little bit. She fought a little bit. Is it me? Is it just me, or does Mercedes Martinez remind me of Shayna Baszler? I think that's what they're doing. Okay. I, really, I agree with you on that. Okay. That's, I thought so. I don't know why. They should just let Mercedes be her own person, but I guess they want to do a copycat. That's what it felt like, and you know I'm pretty sure she'll get a title shot somewhere down the line. But yeah, I just I don't know, Linda. What about you? What you think? I thought the same exact thing. Um, okay. See, <laughs> even down down to the look. I mean, it's just mm. it's just too much Shayna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's everything. The attire. Oh, I was like, whoa! All she needs is a towel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, man. But I mean, I, I'm curious to see how they use her going forward. You know, I'm, you know, I'm interested to see. 
what she has and what she can do. I got a question for you guys. Go ahead. So, does she face Raquel? Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yes, that'd be yes. a good one. Hell yes. Okay, that'll be great. That will be really great. Now, the match we've all been waiting for: Adam Cole versus Keith Lee. Winner takes all. We had Keith Lee, who was the NXT North American Champion, and we had Adam Cole, who was the NXT Champion. I'm gonna let you go first, Lyndon, because you said something <laughs> last week. And I'm sorry, sir, you were incorrect. Right. <laughs> right, right. Are you okay um, with the way the match ended? I'm okay with the match, with how the match ended. The only thing, I might have missed it. Was was the rest of Undisputed Era banned from ringside or something? No. No, they wasn't. They so came out, didn't they? they? Did they? No, they did not come out. They didn't That's come out at all. Said. So, I, I didn't get that at all. That's, that's, if that's the... That's one of the things in the matches where I was like, "Wait a minute, something, something's missing." Yeah, I, I can. Understand. So I, I, I didn't get that. I, I thought I missed something. I was like, "Okay, did Regal ban them from ringside? Did something happen backstage where they got attacked or something?" Maybe but how, how, how you just let maybe how you just let Adam Cole just go out like that? No, you know what? They've been, they've been banned from ringside before, and they still came out. Yeah, I agree. Piggybacking on what Lyndon just said, let's see, mm-hmm. where does Adam Cole go from here? Ooh, main roster call up. Which roster? Which roster? SmackDown. Okay, I I agree with SmackDown because I'm not gonna say he's Roman Reigns or anything. Right. But they need that guy, that it guy, and I feel like Adam Cole can be that it guy because they're not telling how long Roman Reigns gonna be out. We at this point. Roman, if you're listening, please come back. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing Baron Corbin do nothing. You, you. I thought he would have shut up when you put the dog food on him, but no. We'll get to SmackDown in a minute because I got something to say that I did not like. Okay. However, Adam Cole will benefit on um, SmackDown, I agree. I mean, just think, you got Sheamus there. You have Corbin there. You have AJ there. Even though Riddle's there, you can even get, get feud him with Riddle as well. So... The now is the, SmackDown is, the rest of the, is the rest of the Undisputed Era going with him, or are they you staying have, put? You have to call them all up. It's, it'll be the all of them, because the tag team division needs help. Yes, they do. They do. Nakamura okay. Cesaro okay. good. Other than Nakamura and Cesaro, there's nobody else. And I will say this, and I mean this wholeheartedly. The Lucha Bros are what Lucha Party, Lucha House Party should be. Yes. Because, <laughs> my God. I don't even know the last time I seen Kalisto. I've just been saying Grand Metal League and um, I can't even think uh, of other name. That's how much I don't care for him. Uh, yeah. Lance Dorado. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So I think Adam Cole definitely will benefit. Now, Keith Lee. Upon ending this match, we Real saw – Go ahead. I, I did hear a rumor. Okay. That the undisputed that the undisputed era is in line for a face turn. What? What? That would, Where? That would that with I I heard I heard through the grapevine or I might have read it somewhere, but I heard that they might be in line for a big face turn some somewhere down the line. 
I don't know that where and why. why. <laughs> I mean, I that could be that'd be interesting though. I don't know. Unless they plan to get Walter back from um where he where he's where he's at and um Alexander Wolf and let them battle it out. I don't see it happening, I, and I don't know why they would even want that to happen. These guys are heels, and they are the per- – I'm not going to say they're perfect, but, well, yeah, they pretty much are because they have swagger. They, they're all in the ring are great. They're all good right. on the mic. They're funny. Why not? Why Why would you want to change that? But if it, it's, it's like you said, how, if they stay in NXT, what more is there for for them to do? Besides, there's no, there's no exactly. team on NXT that, that, that can face them. Who, end this year? And one of them should be fired for leaking the end of the match. But, I mean, hey, right. that ain't got nothing to do with me. But I, the Brizongo, no. Imperium, there's only two of them. So, there's, they're still our number. No, there's nothing for – I mean, William Regal, I know you love these guys. And I, I love them too. But you got to let them go, man. Mm. You gotta let them go. Maybe raw, raw. If no. they go to raw, I don't. I don't know. I, I. I. I just don't know, man. They gotta go to SmackDown, and it's not even uh, Regal. It's all on Vince. He's kind of oh, holding. Yeah. He's holding things back. Yeah, he, you know, you know, you know how he do. Yep. Yeah. Vince McMahon could be in the hospital, still making decisions about Raw and SmackDown. True. Now, Keith Lee. My goodness. He's he's the man. But we saw a particular guy waiting. We did. Up from the Raptors. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. That's all. Yeah. How soon before this happens, though? Because I hope it's not next week. I hope they drag it out to, to the next takeover and it happens there. You know my, you know my thing on it. What's your thing? You know my opinion on it. This shouldn't have happened in the first place. It should have happened like way later down the line. But it looks like they're already planting the seeds for it to happen sooner than later. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I don't know who takes the loss. Well, for me, from what I've read, I think it's going to be Cross that's going to take the loss because they will. Vince is Cross with him. the loss because he wants to. He wants to come <laughs> up to Raw. Yeah, he do because he said he wants to match with Brock Lesnar, which would be obviously I would be here for that. And I feel like he also said that he has his own ideas for creative matches, cinematic matches, excuse me. And I think that'll be great. I really would. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't mind getting a cross in a the fame type of cross, or even um, either Wells Bray Wyatt versus Karrion Cross. That'd be nice. See, there's a lot. So maybe maybe cross is being used. you know how it's an athlete coming back, not an injury, but you know you just go down and practice with the young, the developmental talent. Not saying NXT development, but he uh-huh. just you know getting a couple matches under his belt, warming up, and then boom, he makes that big jump. Because possible, okay. like okay. I said, if Roman's gonna be out for a long period of time, you need a sh- uh, you know you need a shot in the arm, and we're not talking about the Undertaker, somebody. <laughs> you know. Ah, oh, man. So, what are we giving this pay-per-view for this show, rather? Lindy? Uh, I'll give it a good 7.5. Hmm. Okay. 7.5. I mean, other than the first match, was with, which was the street fight, 
And obviously the last match, the winner takes all. There there wasn't too much else that stood out for me. So I, I think a 7.5 is fair in this. Let's see, Tate. I gave it an eight and a half. Whoa. Oh, eight wow. Yeah, I just, I just thought the matches were better. Um, okay, fair enough. You know, really? looking at AEW, yeah, I did. Compared to AEW, I felt that just overall, it's just a better card. Okay, I'm giving it an eight. Just anytime you got a, a winner-take-all match, that alone is a five. And then the street fight did it for me. What else did it? Johnny Gargano and Swerve. So... Both show, however, both shows were great. I have nothing bad to say about AEW other than what I already said. Now, fight for the fallen. Before we move on to our next segment, and this shouldn't be too long, fight for the fallen is uh next week, well, this upcoming week rather, and we only have about four matches. Lynn Lasita, you have the matches, correct? Uh, not for five. Let me okay, I have them right here. Okay, go for it. We already know we're getting John Moxley versus Brian Cage for the AEW World Championship. I am here for that match. I know it's going to be great. Lyndon, you don't think I heard you, but I heard you, buddy. You was like, huh? When we said that Brian Cage is going to lose. <laughs> so I'm putting you on the spot. You think Brian Cage is winning this match? Uh, I think I, I think this might be the time. I think mm. this might be the time because Moxley has already had this run and it's like, I think he's one of those superstars that also feeds off the crowd. Okay. And okay. so and so I think now would be a great time to go ahead and put the title on Cage. And then they Let's can see. save that eventual that eventual Moxley run again when, you know, audience is back in the uh, arenas. Interesting, okay. Lenny. I, I see you <laughs> kind of switched on me here. Because before you said that uh that Mox was fine as champ, so why why oh, change now? Switch a Rooney. Did I say that? Because, I, I don't remember saying that. Because uh, Renee Young had COVID and kept him away. I, I see what you're doing. Uh huh. Yeah, you uh, think you slick? <laughs> think you slick, man? Let's see, Tay, man. What about you? I don't know. I I think they're gonna hold off and keep it on Mox because they they got plans to start bringing fans back. So they're gonna start opening up some storylines. Yeah, I I agree as well. I just don't think Brian Cage is – I'm not going to say he's not ready because it's Brian Cage. He can go anywhere and be a champion. I just think it's too soon. Yeah, it is. You know, especially with them putting the FTW belt on him. It wouldn't yeah. make sense to give him another belt. It would kind of, sure. like, defeat the purpose. Okay, it would. However, I wouldn't be mad if Brian Cage won. I would not be mad. But Why not? It Just just because it's, just because who he is. Mm. Like I said, he can go anywhere and be a champion. He was an Impact champion, and – he had a great run, even though Tessa Blanchard, who we'll talk about momentarily, beat him. I didn't understand that neither, but yeah. Match number two, I really, and this has nothing to do with homophobia at all. I just don't care to see Sunday Kids versus Cody. I just felt like, like this is why. You had him beat up by Lance Archer, and he helped Joey Janela against Lance Archer, and then you turn around and put him against Co- like I, I'm clueless. That's just how I feel about it. Sonny Kiss is great in the ring. 
And I got to give props to Cody first and foremost because the way he handled that situation with that fan was phenomenal. That was well done, sir. Lyndon, what about you with this match? Uh, You know what? I actually felt the same way you did initially when they first announced it. I was like, out of everybody else, why Sonny Kiss? But the more I thought about it, it's like, but the more I thought about it, it's like, why not Sonny Kiss? You know, it's, he's giving these other stars opportunities to show out. Man, he could have gave it to QD Marshall. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, though? He's given these opportunities for these stars that we wouldn't usually see on, like, a big stage or a maybe one-on-one setting because they're usually relegated to the like a tag match or a, or a battle Royal type of match, you know, or they go one-on-one with the Undertaker. (laughs) 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 So, so I'm, I'm, I thought about it, the more I'm for it. So who knows? I mean, you, you said Sonny kiss is good in the ring. I haven't seen seen too much. He was pretty, he was pretty decent. I haven't seen too much of Sonny Kiss, so we'll see how he does against Cody tomorrow What's or on Wednesday. Well, I mean, I'm I'm like with you, Lyndon. I was in the same boat, but Cody, for once he won the title, he said that he was all about giving opportunities to other stars. So this is literally right under his belt. I I was shocked that he's giving it so soon. I would have thought he would have waited a little bit, but it's a definitely a shock factor for this week. Okay, so let me ask you both this. Why didn't he? De- why did he not defend the title last week? I think he's hurt. I think <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't know. But before we move on to the next match, there's been rumors that next week he's supposed to defend against the formerly Zack Ryder. I don't know how true that is. Oh. That could definitely be a hard-hitting match. Woo, woo, yeah. woo. Oh, wait. Vince McMahon told him he can't do that anymore. Um, Matt Cardona. There you go. There we go. Match number three that we know. FTR and the Lucha Brothers. Oh, well, I'm uh, sorry. They're going against the Lucha Brothers. That is a match I will definitely be here for. Match of the night. Oh, yeah. Arguably. Arguably. Definitely. Arguably match here, and that's the fact we have. We don't even have to spend too much time on this because we know this match. However, I'm sorry, Jurassic Express. I just don't care to see Marco Stunt wrestle, so I'm not really excited about this match. Except for the fact that I get to see Omega and the Young Bucks wrestle and Luchasaurus, but Marco Stunt, I just feel like he's out of place. Like, come on now, Omega and the Young Bucks. Come on, man. But but again, it's giving opportunity yeah, to these exactly. teams. And so I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. We've seen what, what Lucha uh, Soros can do. And I we've like seen what, uh, uh, what's his name? Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy. Jungle Boy can do. So, and I know Marco Stunt, he's more of like a, to me, he's more hype like man. a, you know, hype man, exactly. But, you know, who knows? I don't know. Hey, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I will tune in just to see it because, you know, I'm trying to get better and not be so biased or sound biased. But, Lacite, what about you, man? Before we move on to the next segment, what about you? Only match I care about is FTR versus Lucha Brothers. Oh, 
That's okay, it. moving right along then. <laughs> Anything stood out to you guys about Raw and SmackDown? Now, for Raw, what stood out to me was MVP keeps trying to recruit people. I mm. love the fact that he gave Cedric Alexander that pep talk. And I think it's going to work sooner or later. I'm sorry to say this, but I think he's going to win the United States Championship. Hmm. I Interesting. Just, I think it's going to happen, and somebody's going to cost him. I just, I don't know. First of all, how y'all feel about that belt? I personally like it. I thought it was nice. Okay. I liked Linda? it too. I, I, okay. I thought it was a great design. Okay, okay. It was great. Also, Dolph Ziggler and... I was going to say Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre. I'm excited about the match. However, the stipulation, I still don't know what it is. So I'm kind of like on the fence, like what kind of match are we getting? Is it going to be a cage match? Is it going to be no holds barred? Like what are we getting? We don't know yet because Dolph Ziggler is procrastinating. Well, didn't he say that um, it's a match we've never seen or heard of before? Yeah, so I don't know what that is. That alone raises my suspicion and it makes me happy because I'm like, okay, a match we've never seen before. Hmm. What could that be? I don't know. I think whatever he decides, it's still not going to help him. He's still going to lose. <laughs> yeah. True. He's not ready to be the champion or that champion yet. Now, this I for an eye match, guys. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure after this, we're all in agreement that there's nothing left to talk about on Raw, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. This I for an match, hmm, we've seen it in AEW. However, this is going to be a little different because they're using CGI to extract the eye. Right. Who's the loser? I want to say Seth, but it's probably going to be Ray. The only reason why I would say Seth is so he can be with Becky because it's getting closer to that time. But I do think Rey Mysterio is going to lose, just given his contract situation. Right. You know, an eye for an right. eye. Like, you know, I just, I don't know. Oh, wait. <laughs> Something else did stand out on Raw. Kyrie Sane came back. Oh, and right. I, for That's one, right. am back. I am so happy she's back because if I had to hear Kyrie, Kyrie. One more time, I was gonna lose my damn mind. <laughs> my God, like I, I like Oxa, but man, she just kept calling for it. But I'm happy to see Kyrie Sane back. Honestly, I forgot how good she was in the ring, and to see her back, it was, it was a treat. I hope she stays. I absolutely, yeah, I yeah. absolutely agree. I hope she stays too, and I can't wait for um us to be able to get back into the audience so I could just say Kyrie, Kyrie. No, yep. <laughs> now on SmackDown, the karaoke, it just uh, it it, it oh was bad. My God. It, it was I don't know who who and why, but it should not have been done. Also, although they took a shot at Cody, that was pretty uh pretty neat good. WWE. That, that was crazy, but Tamina should not be doing stuff like that. Nope. She was doing the Triple H song, and her own cousin stopped her. I was like, whoa, like, thank you. Yeah. You know, I just, I didn't see the need for it, man. I, I'm sorry. I just, it was one. And, and the fact that the viewership went up because of that, I was like, wow. Mm. So, well, 
I was yeah. gonna tell you this was that was Vince's idea to do the I, karaoke I, segment. I wouldn't put it past him. That it, I wouldn't put yeah. it past you, man. He just I, flat out said it, it's good. He at said it's good shit. That's probably what he yeah, said. Pretty much. <laughs> That's why he went with it. Now this whole bar fight with Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. We bar fights are so what attitude errorish. Yeah. So the fact that we're getting one, I'm kind of excited because I mean. Uh, can you imagine a cinematic match in a bar? Mm, yeah. That'd be good. I could see that. I could see that. This whole pay-per-view I'm so, could. I'm, I'm, I'm just so yeah. sick of this whole Hardy and Shane. I'm over it. I'm over it the feud already. This has to be the last match. This has to. This can't go on any longer. This cannot. Jeff Hardy's going to win. He has to win. Hardy got to win. Hardy got to win that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. He Either needs, way. He needs, this win. he needs it. Because it's better I mean, to be pissed off than pissed on. True. <laughs> <laughs> Man. To fulfill his whole redemption story, yeah. He, yeah. he needs to win. And Matt, I see Matt Hardy has some interesting comments. He said he worries about his brother's uh, state of mind during all this. But I just got to say, Jeff Hardy's signing off on this stuff. If he, if he didn't, he wouldn't be doing it. That's true. Right. But Matt has a point, though. I mean, yeah, he, he can sign off on it, but... You know, it's it's like like Jeff said, it's his demons. And I respect anybody that wants to display their demons and and bring us along, you know, for the redemption story. So I have nothing against that. Anything else stands out from SmackDown, gentlemen? Uh, I guess not. Really. <laughs> now, for the next segment, Lyndon, you will introduce this segment, sir. So you have the floor. Uh, yeah, so for this next segment, we're going to do a little something different. Now, obviously, all of us are guys here, hmm. and we we never really get the women's side or a women's perspective on things on this show. So what we decided to do is we're going to bring on Rose in a segment that we like to call a thorn in my side. My side. Yep. All right. So joining us is Rose. Rose, are you here? Yes, I am, fellas. How are you? Good. How are you? I am good. What's going all on? Right. Well, we all did this. So we just wanted to get, you know, for you to give us a quick little backstory about, you know, what you like about wrestling and how you got into wrestling. How I got into wrestling, let's see. Uh, it's as far as I can remember, I was watching it on my dad's knee. It was oh. a way for us to bond, right? Nice. So as far as I can remember, I think my earliest memory of wrestling was Bret Hart in those glasses. I always wanted him okay. to give me a pair of those glasses. Up until now, it still bugs me. But <laughs> that that is... <laughs> My earliest memory of wrestling, and to be honest, I, I fell in love with it. It was just okay. something so exciting about it. So, I don't know, just the fantasy of it all was cool. That's an interesting choice, Bret Hart. He's great. Now, your thoughts on the weekly shows. Is there anything that, you know, you because you have the floor, so you, you feel free to either rant or praise. It's up to you. Because, you know, remember, this is a thorn. So go ahead. Yes, yes. Okay, so 
a thorn in my side <laughs> this week, to tell you the <laughs> truth, was that damn karaoke segment. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, why? Just why? I had flashbacks of the 90s and this okay. whole women's evolution has been coming down to a grinding halt. Like I felt we went back 10, 15 years. Mm. Like not to say we don't need entertainment, right? Because we are WWE, but I feel like our women are not being used mm. at all in mm. the way that they should be. You know, like singing and then Tamina, like what? I don't Tamina. Tamina. Yeah. I was, I was just so She's like, I'm play the game. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I think that's one way of showing her aggression and her bad girl side or whatever. Like, not she, not... Yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, but I mean, towards the end of that, I was happy that something popped off between Naomi and um Lacey. Lacey. Yeah. I was happy to see that. I was like, okay, okay, maybe there was something to this because that's <laughs> Lacey was like, uh-uh, since. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I was like, yes, nasty. Yes, get it. Yes. Man. Now, it's interesting that you brought up ev- the women's evolution because one person that stands out to me, and I did not know this until maybe a couple hours ago, Charlotte Flair was called up five years ago, and she already is a is it 12-time or 13-time? 12-time. 12-time. She's already a 12-time champion, and it's only taken her five years. That yep. is phenomenal. How do you feel about Charlotte Flair? Uh, how do I feel about Charlotte Flair? She is a Woo! great talent. No, I'm just kidding. She is a great talent. I won't put that past her, but okay. part of me feels it's also favoritism. Yeah, absolutely. So do you really? think that if... No, Lyndon. Lyndon, it is. <laughs> what is her last name, Lyndon? <laughs> what is her last name, Linda? Come on. Yes, but for the longest time, they were trying to take they for a time they were trying to not use that last name, so people wouldn't think there was favoritism. But what are Wait. they doing now? What is she known as now? Charlotte? What? Absolute, absolute exactly. Absolutely. She has earned that. She has earned every bit of that. I'm not saying she hasn't. Right. She has accomplished everything because she's worked hard. However, sometimes, and I feel like Lacite and Rose can agree with me, mm-hmm. they shove they shove her down our throats sometimes. They do. They yeah. Do. Like the whole helicopter entrance was great. Right. At WrestleMania. And then I'm like, okay, she's coming on a helicopter. We know she's going to win this match. But if you, like, okay, Rose, if you had to pick like a top five, who would your five be? Top five of the women's division? Yes. Not AEW's women's division, because that's non-existent right now. I agree. Um, oh. Top five. Let's see. My very top would be Sa- Sasha. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Second would be Oscar. Hmm. Third Why? Because she says, Kyrie, Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Now, that's entertaining to me. That's it is. I, I mean, it's grown on me because at first I'm like, what is she saying? But now I don't even care no more. I just, I was going to do your thing. I don't even care. <laughs> uh, my third would be Becky Lynch. Okay. My fourth would be Naomi. Mm. And my fifth. Uh-oh. 
That's a uh, toss-up. Huh? Red would be uh, Mia. Mia, okay. Mia, Mia is good. So let me, hold on. Real quick, real quick. Ah, I know what you're about to say. Go yeah. ahead. Rose, you're telling me that Charlotte isn't, isn't even in your top five? No. Oh, my. She ain't backing down, son. Oh, no, I, I'm not going to oh, apologize for that. You know why? You know why I'm not going to apologize for that? Because she's me, shown please. everything that she can do. Tell them how all you really feel. Women, no, all the other women have not reached their top potential or have not been given the chance that Charlotte has. This is where the I only... say the favoritism. Because she's okay. had more TV time and screen time than all the, those other women. Hey, she got but you, bro. She's she again. She's earned that, and she's the best. I mean, right. she was Which is made. Why she's gone and sat down somewhere. <laughs> oh man, oh, I can't do this. I can't, I can't do this. Lyndon, just take your thorn and <laughs> walk away. I'm, I'm, I mean, this is why it's called a thorn in my side because this is a thorn in my side right now. Okay, well, Lyndon, who's your top five? Top five women. In yeah. WWE? Well, yeah. women's division. Again, okay. is non-existent. Okay. So it's it's absolutely number one, Charlotte Flair. <sighs> and then it's Sasha. You, first and foremost, you have to put the four... Uh, horse four women. horsewomen. Yes, four horsewomen. You don't necessarily have to, but who's better than those four? Bianca, Mia... You really think? You guys, really think? You guys really think they Maybe. belong in that category of not the four women? Why not? But they can. Well, go ahead, Lucita. Linda, why not? It's just like Rosa saying: if you got to give these women time to shine and know what they're capable of, that hasn't happened yet. Because as soon as Charlotte showed up on NXT, we already knew what was going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And now look at ah. yes, because look at Rhea Ripley now fighting uh Robert Stone brand. Oh. Hopefully it's over with now, but I so, mean she couldn't keep up with Charlotte. Oh come, oh, come on. on. Identity change, just not to be compared to Charlotte. This is ridiculous. Right. Charlotte is not the standard of the women's division. Nope. She is the standard. She is no, the exact not. standard. No, she no, is the pinnacle. Not. Sasha Banks she is, is the, the standard. Pinnacle. You gotta get it right. Oh my god. <laughs> I think the pinnacle that it could be ever attainable. There should never be one person on a pedestal for a pinnacle. I'm sorry. She's on a pedestal. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be Charlotte Flair will go down as the greatest women's wrestler ever when it's course, all said and done. Her father is, of course. And all Not, the greatest have to fall. She's earned it. Okay. You know what's you crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy is it wasn't even her dream to be a wrestler. The only reason she did it was because her brother died and it was his dream. So I she literally. Okay, but to go from this wasn't your childhood dream to just, you know, doing it for your brother, and all of a sudden she's the best women. Okay, I got a question. Wrestler. Has she ever said anything about her brother in the past year or so? Oh, 
She Ooh. hasn't. She hasn't. Okay. Never. Okay. If she so said that, that mean, I will respect her more. But she so has does that mean her passion for the business has turned into a power trip? Oh, it's definitely what a power a trip. Asking people to oh, referee, can you get the ropes for me? Can you get my robe? Like what? Like that's the doing? gimmick. That's the gimmick. What did Ric Flair do? What did Ric Flair do? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, it's part of the gimmick I now. Father, I like daughter. Yeah. Now listen, Linda. I have nothing against Charlotte. I'm just tired of seeing her. That's it. All That's right. all it is. Okay. She's she's great. I, natural selection, okay. the Spanish fly, the moon song. She's great. It's just it's time for somebody else. Now let's uh, let's see, Tay. Okay. Yep. Uh, if you had to yep. pick five, who would you pick? Sasha. <laughs> for me, it's Sasha, Becky, Mia. Candice and Bianca. Okay, hold on, Linda. Mr. Iconic, don't think mm. I forgot. Yeah, oh, bring that up. Let's go. Oh, God. Oh, God. What about it? What about Why it? Why you put them in your top five? Why you put them in your top five? Because they're not. <laughs> silent. Oh. I was silent. Yes. Exactly. I'm not saying they belong. I'm not saying they belong in the top five. They're nowhere near a Sasha or a Becky or a Bailey or a Charlotte. But I am Will becoming. They ever be? I don't. That's a good question. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, time, okay. time right, will tell. Time right, will tell. I'm gonna give you my five. Nope. I'm gonna give you my five. Number one is Natalia. Put some respect on her name. Come on now. Number two is Naya. I got to go home to her later. Number three. (laughs) I like Mia Yim a lot. Number three is Mia Yim. Number four. I am going to say number four is Sasha. Wow, that's low. I know it is. Well, you know what? I'll swap three and four. Okay. Number five. Ooh, this one might be tough for me because a lot of ah, uh, you know what? I'll give it to Becky. I give Becky number five. Okay. And the only reason why Charlotte isn't in my top because it's the same with Natalia. Natalia has history just like Charlotte does, and I feel like that she has surpassed Natalia. Why I don't know, but it has happened because she's like a better Natalia. she's a better athlete and wrestler than her. Charlotte's a better wrestler than Natalia? Absolutely. I disagree. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. 100%. Wait. Uh, are you serious? If anybody has benefited from their last name, it's Natalia. And you guys How? have the nerve. If, if you guys have the nerve to oh say Charlotte God. did it, that's crazy. No. Hear my thoughts on that. Natalia Hear my Okay. <laughs> Ever since she came into the WWE, all she's been doing is my uncle this, my father this. Yeah. Has it worked? No. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But it should have worked. You know what's crazy? Let me tell y'all something. I I never thought I'd want Jay back on this show. Oh, don't worry. You sure you want him back? 
You sure? As the man who he beat, you sure? sure. You know, he might have cheated. He might have cheated, but I can't believe I actually want Jay back on this show. Okay, Rose. Um, Your guys' list. Your guys' list. My thought about Natalia and Charlotte. (laughs) Yeah, who's the better wrestler to you? Oh, wow. You know? Don't lie. (laughs) Okay, the better wrestler. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Poor Natalia. I mean, (laughs) I, I, oh, gosh. Look, you got her astonished. I, I am, I am, because now I'm thinking on it, right? Like both from legacies, they. Yeah. But you know, Natalia's put in time. She has yeah. put in time, and she hasn't been respected enough. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. That's and the all time I'm in her prime, where Charlotte is now, she was managing Tyson and um, yeah. Baby Smith. Baby so boy, yeah. you know, I. Linda, I give that's it to all Natalia. I'm saying. I'm so, no hate to Charlotte on this point, but I do give it to Natalia because she trained in the dungeon. Like anybody who's been able to go through the dungeon like that gives I give mad respect to. Exactly. Let's see, Tay. Here's my point. It's Natalia for one reason alone. She okay. trains all the other women wrestlers when it comes to wrestling. Rhonda straight up said it herself. She got training from Natalia, who's the best wrestler that they have in WWE. I'm There's sorry, so man. Okay, why is she showing it in the ring then? They don't give Wait, her man. a chance to. She's tired. She's been training all these other wrestlers. She's tired. She, she the is. She'll wrestle a match, and then they'll have her in the back arguing with her husband. What? Yep. And petting why? her cat. Then you got her uh, partner with Lana, who, by the way... Thoughts oh and prayers God. are with you, Lana, as your husband yeah. and your, both of your parents are dealing with COVID. Absolutely. We here at Ringside Mayhem, along with Rose, we are, our thoughts are with you. Yes. No. Now, back to what you were saying, Linda. What were you saying, Linda? You forgot. Go, huh? I can't even remember. I can't even, all this blasphemous <laughs> talk you guys are. Wow. We'll close the segment with this. There is one name out there. Floating around the Raptors, Tessa Blanchard. Rose, I have to ask you, what do you feel about Tessa Blanchard? Because uh, this is another superstar whose father was in the business. Yep. Father right. and stepfather, rather. Yeah. So my thoughts, you know, uh, I haven't really followed along about her. Okay. So I don't know much about her. To tell you the truth, I'm sorry. But uh, I I look forward to seeing what she does. So I have no words on that right now. All right. That's okay. That just means we'll bring you back for a future episode when she does, in fact, come. Whether it's AEW, which I hope she doesn't because that division sucks. But, you know, wherever she lands. Because Landon and Lacite, we both know there's been talk about her evolution too. There was, oh, it's going to happen, then it's not going to happen, but then it's not going to. So we don't know. Right. One person who... Ronda Rousey. I'm just. I don't know what's going on with her. Put her. Put her in the same. Uh, same list as Roman. They're both in the same boat. Okay. Shayna Baszler as well. Like, like I said, WWE has a lot of women there. Linda, you don't gotta be quiet. It's okay, man. Look, man, you gonna get you. <laughs> okay, man. Okay. You know what? You know what? I do gotta say something about Tessa. Okay. Um. 
at first I said, you know, I wouldn't mind her going to the WWE. But now that I've thought about it, I kind of do have a problem with it. Why? And I'll say, and I'll say this, yes. And let me explain. Um, so the WWE just let go of how many superstars? Maybe what, 8, 12? 20? I don't know. I lost count. Yeah, exactly. Some like 20, right? 20, 20 to 25. And so, so they let go of all these superstars, but they're going to bring on Tessa and they're hey, going to pay her money. Name. It is. But how are you just going to let go of all these stars and then bring in another one right away? Because you can get Tessa versus Charlotte, Tessa versus Oscar, it's, Tessa versus it's, Bailey. Tessa versus Kyrie. Come on, man. <laughs> I gotta keep going. It, it's, it, it's a bad look for them, I think. It's a bad look. You're going to fire all these people, and then you're going to bring on somebody else and pay them big money? Hmm. Okay. Let's see, Tay. Well, when it comes to Tessa, she shouldn't she should sign anywhere. I think she should just stay in Mexico. Mm. Oh, wow. Where, no matter where she goes, it's going to be an issue. I... Yeah, I, it's just not time. It's not not time yet. Like let her let her get herself together. Now, interesting topic. I mean, interesting story came out of that whole Tessa fiasco. We learned that her fiance Daga, he wanted to compete in Impact, but right. I guess out of respect for her, he didn't want to show up alone. Kind of sucks because he's still under contract there. He can't compete. You know, I get it. She doesn't want to push her wedding back or, you know, jeopardize it. I get it. So, only thing I will say is take your time, Tessa. Hopefully, the situation works out for you. I do think WWE would benefit more because we'll get more marquee matchups from her. And that, you know, in WWE, whereas AEW, you can't hit Rick Baker in the face. You're going to get suspended. You throw a right. paper at it, you know. So, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with Tessa there. I know her dad is there, but WWE, I just think it's more suited for her. You know, like we've already said this several times, Charlotte on the mic and then Tessa comes out and who do you think you're talking to and all that? Like it just, it would be great, man. But we just got to wait and see how it plays out because first and foremost, health is important. You know, not physically, but mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. So if she's not right, you know, we don't want her to come out and they give her a multi-year deal and then her heart isn't in it, you know? So right. it would just make sense to just take your time and, you know, get through this so that you can be happy. I forgot to send out a congratulations to Sarah Logan, or Sarah Rowe, rather. She's pregnant. We forgot to talk about that last week, so congratulations to her as well. Right. Now, this has been great, guys. And Rose, we thank you. Oh, go ahead. This is two Rose. So, when it comes to the women's division, how do you fix it? I know you're not happy with it. Great question. How do we fix it? Yes. More karaoke, huh? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I thought the May Young Classic was a great, a great segue into pumping new life into the women's division, but just kind of showcasing talent and keeping them on the roster. I don't know. I kind of had the idea of them kind of how they did 205 Live, 
but an all women's two hundred five live. That makes sense. Yo, we should get a oh, queen of the ring. That would be nice. Mm. No, no, queen of, no, 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 I was just saying, that's an interesting idea. Like, a all, so Rose, you were trying to say like a 205 Live, but for all women's. Are you saying like an all women's promotion? Yeah. I, I don't mm. think that would be bad. I mean, you have like Glow, you have Wow. I mean, why not? That's true. Interesting. That is interesting. WWE, if you're listening, better make it happen. I mean, because I mean, there was talk for that before, though. I remember when they did do do with the evolution. They were they were thinking about doing a, a, a all women show, give it to them. like you know, like on a Thursday night, be all the women wrestling. It's not a bad I idea. Think, I just think Stephanie needs to be back and in charge because she had great ideas. The women's evolution was on a great track when she was in charge of it, and it just went south. Hmm. Yeah, that's very oh, true. Because if, if I not, have oh, go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, it is a thorn in my side, right? Okay. That's right. So y'all, uh-huh. were saying, y'all were saying about the four horse women, right? Hmm. Right. I only think three of those women should be hold that title. And who are those three? Charlotte, Sasha. And I already know who it is. Becky. And Becky. Yeah. You don't think Benny Dough Straps deserved that title? Wow. The other two carried her. The other (laughs) two carried her. Sorry. Just had to say it. Mm. I, I did not agree with her whole character turn right now. She had more fans and more merit when she was a face. And she is a heel. She's getting on my last I do miss the Hunter Bailey. She's getting my she's on my last nerve right now. And I think that's probably their intention. But they need to hurry up and switch that storyline and have Sasha turn on her real ah, quick. Now that you say this that in closing. In closing, guys, yeah. I wanna propose this question for all three of you. Okay, we know Oscar and Sasha are supposed to fight. What if Sasha Beats Oscar, and sets up Bailey uh-huh. versus Sasha at Survivor Series, champion versus champion. Hmm. Why all the way Survivor Series? Because that's you know that's when they do the brand versus brand. I don't you know SummerSlam. Uh, okay, you know. You. I just thought about it just now. That's possible. That's possible. I just thought, or you know somewhere down the line. Oscar may want to challenge. I mean, Kyrie want to challenge uh, Bailey. She beats her, and then we get Oscar versus Kyrie. <laughs> That'd be a better match. Oh, that could man. be interesting. Oh man! But it's so many endless possibilities. So we just all have to wait and stay tuned to find out 
As always, guys, if y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to hit us up on Facebook in the SSAW group. Rose, we want to thank you for coming on today. This segment was great. We look forward to adding it on to the future, like we said. Don't feel bad that you wasn't educated on Tessa, because we're going to we know more is going to be to come, and that way when you come back, you'll be able to give us your insight on it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. I don't usually get to talk wrestling with anyone other than my husband, but this was fun. Oh, yes. And for those of you that did not know, Rose is the wife of Lacite. Yeah, yay. <laughs> look, he happy about that. Uh, the other gentleman over there, he's not too happy, Lyndon. But it's okay, uh, Lyndon. Drinking that sour milk one time. It's okay. Blasphemous. We also, <laughs> we also want to let you guys know that next week is episode 10, and Jay will be back. Cannot wait to hear what he has to say. I know Lyndon is excited for mm. Jay to come back. Get now, Jay, back. I added Becky to my top five. Oh really? That's how you gonna do me? Latite, Latite, and Rose had had her in theirs too, and I know he, I know Lyndon did as well. But yeah, I know you are gonna come back. You have a lot. It's been so long, man. What's this been about three episodes since he been here? Yeah, about three. So I know you got some. We can't wait. But I'm just letting you know, Becky was number three, I think. No, wait, she was number five. I'm lying now. But she's in there, okay? So yeah, well, we we just definitely want to thank you guys for listening. And until next time.